0: Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I have 10 neurons. This week, we put away the wet blanket that we usually wear on this podcast, and we put on our optimism pants in so that we can get through in this sometimes awful world. Uh, now, I say that, but uh, I, I wrote the script for this episode. It actually ended up being pretty depressing. It was, it was bad. It was... This one, this one's a bit of a doozy. Okay, I I was writing this and I'm like, you know what, am I about to have a mental breakdown writing this? Anyways, uh, you might notice there's, uh, so I wrote that I thought that you would see the laptop in front of me, but you might not, you might notice that this isn't in front of me. Uh, The past two episodes, it's just been super staticky and non-compliant. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and record with the the MacBook laptop. Uh, So if it sounds like I'm recording off of a laptop effing microphone, I am, but the MacBook one is pretty good. So it might be a little bit of a wider noise or sound stage than you normally hear, but hopefully I can edit it, work with it, and it'll be just as good, if not better than uh, the, the proper microphone there. And so anyways, yeah, if, uh, If I didn't want to listen to my audio editing, which became a problem with that microphone and the static, then I can't expect you guys to want to listen to it at all either. But this frame looks super nice. You can't see anything. I thought the laptop would be visible, but luckily we're good. And so uh, there will be a new microphone coming in at some point, but... Anyways, uh, I bought a proper one. Hopefully, it'll arrive and be set up by next week, though I'm super busy. Maybe I won't get the time to set it up. Uh, but for this week, I'm going to be recording with that MacBook microphone, which is the best I have right now. So bear with me for a week, at least. Uh, hopefully, it'll be fine. I hope it's not too obstructive, which it isn't. It's completely unobstructive. Regardless, on to the episode. Uh, I said that we're going to put on our optimism pants, but first... Uh, let's be a bit real, because you know that I can't just be positive. That's not me. The positivity is the icing on the cake, but the cake is my absolutely pessimistic and nihilistic view on everything. I have a pre- picture of Frederick Nietzsche in my room for this exact reason. If you don't know who that is, a philosopher who kind of made the whole nihilism uh, thing. Or not made, but he was a, a big, big... Opponent of of that nihilism philosophy and nihilism is the philosophy of nothing means anything and nothing matters uh, anyways sometimes things suck and uh, yeah that's that's how we're starting this look s- sometimes you're sitting there and you see a happy couple and you think man i hate happy people can't people just be miserable uh, and You know, maybe you see someone get an A on a test that you studied 20 hours for and got a C and you think, why do you exist and why aren't you teaching this class? And overall, I think, wow, this sucks. Of course, I'm kidding. I don't get mad at happy people. I just spiral into a deep depression and I go to bed at night wondering where did I go wrong? But I'm sure that we all do that right? Right? Anyways, I talked about it last week, but to reiterate, since I love recycling content, uh, I, uh, I, where where was I? It's fine to feel bad and uh, feel like life is unfair, because in all honesty, it is. But, and you, you can't stop that. I can't stop that. It's just how it be. And whining and being a bother is not fine, uh, it's, it's not the way to go about it, that's never fun for anyone, don't do that, uh, but the feeling bad is fine, normal even, uh, and so sometimes you just look at something and think, well that sucks, uh, you see one of your favorite artists died on the news, well that sucks, uh, you see that you're about to go to World War III for the fourth or fifth time this week, well that sucks. Uh, You see your grades in your classes. Well, that sucks. Uh, You really wanted some sweet frog, frozen yogurt, and you go to the store and they're closed. Well, that hurts. Uh, And that's how it is sometimes. It's, if not all the time, uh, but we pretend not to see some of it. And that's the point of this episode. Sometimes things really suck. Sometimes things really, really just make us feel bad and it, well... sucks (laughs) sucks <laughs> and it happens uh sometimes this is fine we just have to get through it uh one unit uh you don't jibe with in class one interaction you aren't feeling but you won't see the person again one filler episode in your favorite anime uh it all sucks but you just sit through it uh, trek through the mud and then it's over whatever uh, some things however don't go away so easily like I said earlier, sometimes your favorite artists died. Notable ones in recency are Mac Miller, Juice World, Lil Peep, XXXTentacion, Pop Smoke. Yeah, this uh, this is a problem. <laughs> uh, when some of these artists died, it really hit me. And to be completely honest with you, there's one on that list that I still think about uh, to this day. Uh, and there's really no other way to describe it than it sucks. <laughs> Uh, And so now that we're thoroughly sad, let's move on to the meat of this episode or what this episode is titled. Things suck. Sometimes Uh, we have established that. But the thing that I've been thinking about is how I have a few things that I simply want to believe as true. I want to believe that hard work matters and you can succeed if you work hard. I want to believe that I'll get through college. I want to believe that one day. It'll all be okay. And saying that I want to believe it isn't to say that it's not true. It's just to say that I don't know if it is true. I don't know if science proves everything or if something will happen for a fact. For example, uh, I might want to believe that uh, misery was. Uh, there, will, that there will one day come a time where misery was. Uh, and so what that means is it's a reference to an Exurbia video uh, maybe there will be a day where epigenetics gets so good that we can eliminate the genes related to cancer, related to the feeling of misery, and no one will feel miserable again. Uh, and misery will simply be something that is written in a textbook or... uh uh ta-ta-ta-ta. And misery will simply be something that is written in a textbook in the past tense. Misery was. It doesn't exist anymore. Maybe one day. I would like to believe that's going to happen. Will it? No idea. Uh, probably not. Misery seems like it's super... Co- I say probably not, but who would have thought that phones existed? This thing is being recorded on my phone. Look at how accurate this looks. Who would have thought this would happen ever? Anyways, you see, sometimes we just need hope. A very aggressive shot of hope. Uh, sometimes we don't know the answer. Sometimes we don't want to know the answer. Ignorance is indeed bliss. So what do we do? We choose to believe. And of course, this has its limits. I absolutely do not support being an anti-vaxxer. You can't just say, I want to believe my immune system will just be good. No, uh, it, 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 no, you you don't believe that, okay? Uh, but here, I'll tell you a bit of a current story that uh, relates a bit to How I, uh, to me, wanting to believe something being true. Uh, I have a friend and I love him a lot. This kid is one of the largest reasons that I've decided to keep trying in my major. He is the reason that I am able to pass a multitude of my classes. Uh, He's one of those super nice, way too amazing to be true type of people. And he's just super awesome. Uh, Again, I love him to bits. Uh, but recently he's been getting some very very bad headaches and very often as well uh, and his family has a history of tumors so he's going back home to get an MRI this week when this episode comes out it's over and we know what's going on but i want to believe i want to believe that he's completely and utterly fine if he texts if he talks to me about it i say you're fine shut up you're fine nothing's wrong uh and then you know i want to believe that the only problem with the headaches is just some bad lifestyle thing that is causing it and he can just fix it by, I don't know, sitting up straight or something. Um, and so I want to, I need to believe this is true because if it's not, I don't know what I'll do uh, or what I'll be. I I don't know. I don't want to imagine it because I believe that's fine. Uh, I don't want, You know, I want to believe that he's fine. By the time this comes out, again, uh, we'll know for sure. So hopefully, he, you know, by the time you hear this, I know if he's fine or not. But anyways, that's a bit sad. Uh, Well, kind of sad and hopefully won't be sad. But uh, things can get hard. Things can be challenging. Things can be scary. And yet we all have to continue forward. We all have to keep going, and where are we going? That probably depends on you. And maybe we're going nowhere, but who knows? Uh, Again, I want to believe that we're going somewhere. I want to believe. You know, this episode has become so much more sad than I anticipated it to be. Uh, That's a bit of a bummer, uh, literally. Uh, You know what else is a bummer? I ordered a new microphone interface and a Chemex on Amazon. A Chemex is a pour-over coffee uh, maker. It's like just a piece of glass, literally. And usually Amazon is pretty good at getting packages delivered pretty swiftly. But it's been a week and none of my things have even shipped. It's so sad. It's probably COVID's fault because COVID is dumb. Uh, And also supply chains, the way that companies work and it makes things harder for them. But it's still very sad. Uh, You know what else is sad? The thing that I looked into last week and that I didn't have time to talk about And uh, so we have a bit of time left, so I'm just going to... I glazed over a little bit of a research thing. Uh, Maybe one day I'll revisit the topic in more detail and, you know, remember how I said that I was good at understanding neurology in the last episode. Yeah, I used my neurology powers to uh, bring you this last part. It might not be the last part. It depends on how much time I have left. But just to make you more sad, uh, because who doesn't like to be more sad... After uh, listening to their favorite podcast, seriously funny, available wherever you get your podcasts, and <laughs> hit the buttons. Uh, anyways, it's late when I'm writing the script, so I'm going to cite my sources. Uh, or so I'm not going to cite my sources. Yes, yeah, sorry, I, I just I got lazy, and so I just I just read the stuff and kind of threw it in there, but I, I didn't I didn't put the effort into actually put the links down. Uh, so. I'll just give you the titles of all the papers and you can go google them yourself if you want to. I did write those down anyways I'm also not going to find fifty sources because that's wait i i'm i was it was late when I wrote this part okay this, i was i was I was trying to sleep uh so I'll give you the titles and the journal uh, my four sources are genome wide association meta-analysis of seventy eight thousand three hundred and eight individuals identifies new loci in genes influencing human intelligence. From Suzanne Snickers and colleagues. This is in Nature Genetics. The second is New Genetics of Intelligence by Robert Plowman and Sophie Von Stumm in Nature Genetics Reviews. A third is Genes, Cells, and Brain Areas of Intelligence by Natalia Gorionova and Hubert Mansvelder in Frontiers in Human Neuroscience. Finally, Intelligence by Ian Deary in Current Biology or Science Direct. Uh, I like how the names got shorter. The first one was enormous. Anyways, I'm not going to go over the full papers. Again, it's late. Uh, And this could be its own 10 episodes, but I'll give these disclaimers. Defining intelligence is hard. Uh, Measuring something that has no definite definition is hard. Not because we don't have the technology, but just because we're measuring what we think something is rather than something we know is we know what height is. We can measure that very good, but we don't really know what intelligence is. It's kind of this abstract thing. What does it mean to be smart? And it, it kind of depends on what you're doing. And so it's really complicated, but you know, and then the IQ test is kind of a sham and basically every single method we have of identifying or, uh, Measure quote measuring end quote intelligence, whatever it may be, is quite flawed. And so, someone could fail the IQ test, but be a great like writer or something. I don't know. The IQ test was made to see if kindergartners could go to first grade. So, using it as a standard of intelligence is kind of dumb. But, anyways, um, so uh, where was I? We think something, yeah, what we think. So, the data could be completely biased or not at all true at all. Um, And so, you know, uh, these are four studies, don't get depressed or happy when you hear them. Remember, your body and your brain are way more complex than anything you know of. And honestly, what science science is struggling with it as well. And so uh, you and me are both too uh, dumb to understand the brain. So at least right now, uh, anyways, with that, you can probably assume what I'm about to say to you. Yes, there is a genetic basis for intelligence. Uh, in that meta-analysis, they found a bunch of genes that were expressed in brain tissue and genes rela- re- re- regulating cell development of the brain. Uh, the second source, the review, says that more than 10% of the variants in intelligence can be pre- predicted by multi-polygenic sources derived from GWAS of both intelligence and years of education, which accounts for more than 20% of the 50% heritability of intelligence. I'm going to do you a favor and translate that. Uh, Multi-polygenic means multiple polygenes. Uh, Polygenes are genes that are expressed phenotypically, phenotype being physically, so eye color, hair color, etc., Uh, So a multi polygenic score analyzes multiple of these genes and correlates them or attaches them to a certain trait here, intelligence, a GWAS means a genome wide association study, a study that looks at a bunch of genomes to find association. So here, again, intelligence. Uh, So 10% of your intellect can be predicted by your genes. And studies have found that these polygenes account for more than 20% of your intellectual heritability, which determines fifty percent of your intelligence. Uh, this review was written in 2018. Uh, one, our, and the reason I give, I'm going to give you the dates, is because, um, again, neuroscience, super, super cutting edge science, and you know, measuring it, describing it, very complicated, very hard. And so, you know, as time goes on, we're going to learn new things. Old things will be proven wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Our third source uh, was the Frontier one, says that intelligence is pretty stable. A smart kid makes a smart adult. Uh, If you know someone who suddenly became a genius, they probably didn't apply themselves. You know, in school, you might hear, you just have to apply yourself. So usually that's annoying to hear, but sometimes that's actually true. And and some kids really just don't apply themselves. But one of my cousins actually, you know, I'll give this example. One of my cousins went from... struggling in school to being on the dean's list like 10 times in a effing row. Not 10 times, but like two or three times in a row. And all they did was change their major. They were dumb uh, at what they were doing. Uh, They were not dumb at what they are now doing. Uh, So 4.0 GPA. Uh, this, the paper also found that using twin studies, using IQ as a representation of intelligence, the heritability of intelligence is in the range of 50 to 80%. If this was true, your intelligence is largely determined by your genes. This paper was out in 2019. I, you remember, so this is I, this is one of the things I don't want to believe. I just, I have such a it's like, okay, don't go against science. I know I said that. But here's the thing, when you, when c- certain papers, certain things that you're reading, certain things that you're looking at. The science is, it, there's more to be found, and there's more to be looked at. And again, it's hard to measure something that doesn't have an exact definition. Because if I look at an author, and I like one of the best authors, do I have a do, Is there any book that I can point out to? Uh if I look at Mike Malak and his book, uh, The Fifth Vital, I love that book. And it was written very, very well. It it made you feel things. It made you understand things. It made you think about things. And that's really good at, for an author. And so as an author, Mike, a, a genius, he's a literary, like that book is, an, is, a, is a work of literary art. And so that book, I could say he's a literary genius. And so he'd be really intelligent by that uh, standard or by that metric. In writing, right? But if I gave him some of the math equations or some of the math that I have to do in one of my classes, one of my easier classes, even he he, he wouldn't he probably wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, it maybe after a lot of time and studying he'd be able to do it, but even then I don't know if he'd be able to do it very fluently. Uh, or you can find someone that is very good at that math in my classes. Actually, I know these people. They're my friends. And they're very good at the math in these classes. However, their writing abilities might be a little bit more subpar. Their ability to write uh, very effectively or or in a moving manner might not be there. Maybe their ability to write fiction or come up with stories and settings and create a completely new world. That might not be there. And so, uh, you know, you can be a genius at one thing, and then be a complete and utter fool at another thing, right? And so intelligence is super complicated. And it's like, do we want to define it as STEM? If you're good at science, technology, engineering, and math, are you a genius? Or is it, are we going to as liberal arts? So if you're good at English, philosophy, history, etc. Are we going to, is that what makes you smart? And so defining it is hard. And so your inheritability of intelligence I I definitely believe there's something there has to be your brain is obvious. If every single part of your body is because of your, you know, genes, if your skin color comes from your genes, if your eye color comes from your genes, your hair color comes from your genes, uh, your, the amount of body hair you grow comes from your genes, how your ears are shaped, how your nose is shaped, all of this, if all of this comes from your genes, there's no, if you can inherit diseases from your parents, there's no way that your brain doesn't have some part of that as well. It it has to be. But how much uh, to what extent and how to what extent can you, is that malleable? So a lot of genes you get from your parents, but they might, their expression, so whether they're on or they're off, it might be different based on how you were raised or how you went about your life or your different experiences. And so, you know, if you look at the nature-nurture argument, the answer is both. Uh, It's not nature or nurture, it's nature and nurture. Um, Words are so similar. Uh, Anyways, Uh, The last paper was way more thoughtful. Uh, They said the most likely truth and went over a bunch of stuff and said that, you know, what I said is most likely. Intelligence is affected by both genetics and environment. Um, The author of the last one really did a simple overview of intelligence, hence the title. Uh, It was good. If you read any of these papers for some reason, uh, I would highly recommend that last one. Uh, With the intelligence thing... uh, You know, remember how I said I want to believe that hard work works? Uh, Maybe it only kind of works. Uh, So the moral of the story is that it's uh, good to have hope. Uh, It's great to want to believe things. Uh, But sometimes the truth is the truth and it sucks. And you just have to accept it because it's the truth. And it still hurts. Ouch. Uh, We're going to call it there, though, for this episode of Seriously Funny. Uh, So music... Glaive apparently released the deluxe version of All Dogs Go to Heaven, and I just didn't know, and so that's out, they're all bangers, I super love Icarus, mostly, Icarus is so good, it's like, I feel like Sisyphus, because my antithesis is pushing things until it falls back over, Uh, so that, like, literally is just not very good, because antithesis means, like, not, but, you know uh is whatever it's so it's just it's super good very 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 good they also released a cigarettes which is an old old leaked juice world song but the official release is out uh, and it's a really good song i really like it so no complaints here anime wise i have finished the entirety of reincarnated as a slime similar to what i said last week it's a great op main character isekai anime not much to say watch it if you're into it um and then or if you're into that genre or brand of anime and then i also just i'm just catching up on baruto right now and then i'll start watching something i don't know i think after the rain is what i'm planning to watch next uh but yeah uh, i will always respect my first anime naruto and that's why i take myself through baruto uh, and so aside from all of those things i didn't finish writing my script oh no uh, I, I, I i wrote aside from all those things i'll probably watch and then i just didn't write the the rest I'll probably watch After the Rain, which is a romance anime, I believe. And so that'll be fun because the Reincarnate is a slime thing. Just so much action. I got to calm it down a little bit. And yeah. Anyway, since I don't have a rest of my script, I guess I just have to ad lib the rest of it. But there's not much else to say. Uh, I am over time and this might be an MP3 file that gets uploaded. Hopefully the laptop recorded everything just fine and dandy and perfect. And the gain and the volume is all good and okay, and I can noise gate out any of my inhales and any of my other bad mouth noises that I don't want to get through. Hopefully, we'll have a real proper microphone next week. But until then, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of She Funny. I will see you or I will talk at you next week. Much love. Peace.